Welcome, everybody, guys. I'm excited to be here. Ryan McKenzie, live with you here. I've got a really special guest today. We're talking all about retention. We're talking all about how to keep your people with you longer so they can have better results, right? The longer they're with you, the more often they're with you, the better you're going to be able to help them. So um, before we do that, before we get to Dr. Paul Bedford, the retention guru, guys, I need to tell you something. One, one thing about him, he was the retention guru before everyone and their mother online was a guru, right? So everyone has made guru a really bad name, but he is the original retention guru before guru was even a thing. So um, I've had call a call with him. He probably doesn't even remember this. Years ago when I was at the big high-end club, um, we'll bring him in in a second. Before we do, it's going to be really cool because he's got all kinds of good stuff to say. Before we get to that, I need to know where you are right now in the world. Are you in Tasmania? Are you in Seattle? Are you with me here in Orlando, Florida? Some of you guys are in Orlando. I want to know where you are and what's the weather like. Guys, something ridiculous has happened. It is in the 40s in Orlando, and that is not okay. So every time I ask you where you are, where's the weather, and are you watching this live with me, for those of you guys that jump on later or on another stream that we share it to, where are you at in the world? I want to know. And are you watching it live or what time are you watching it? If it's a replay, type in replay, tell me where you are so that I can go live when it's best for you. I want to help you guys as best I can. I want to know when you're watching it. And side note on all these social media things, the more people that comment, the more people that see it, right? So help us out there and we'll get rolling and we'll get some questions. As we're going, there's a chat. I see a lot of guys are in here, Brad, David, um, Natasha, Heather, Ola, Michael, Tiffany, Elise. this is huge. guys. So as you're here, like it in the chat, tell us those things, and then ask any questions you want me to ask Dr. Bedford. Guys, I want to pick his brain as much as we can in the 20, 30 minutes we've got. So right now, without further ado, here's the man, the legend, in three, two, one. Dr. Bedford, yes, sir. How's it Hi, going, sir? Ryan. I'm good. I'm good. Um, the weather here, we've had snow today and sunshine. No. Yeah, in one day. So... It's it's been miserable since October. <laughs> but so yeah, if it's gonna get cold, it ha at least has to snow. That's what the yeah. The only downside of Florida to me, yeah, is when it gets cold, there's no chance it's gonna really snow. So I want no. some real snow if it's gonna get cold. That's that's yeah. all I'm asking for. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Right, we haven't got long. Start your questions. So we've got um. I want to ask you a couple of weird things before we get started, okay? I've been okay. asking a lot of guests this. I might change these questions as we go, but so far this has been my trend. What's your favorite cereal? 
this is important now. And it can't be healthy, right? It's got to be your favorite go-to horrible probably, cereal. My favorite go-to horrible cereal would probably be Lucky Charms. This weird. This is meant to be. That's always, yes. <laughs> Man after my own heart. I love yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Second question before we get going, and I'm going to give, we're still giving some people a chance to get yeah. on here. But those that got on early get to hear who you really are because we know what cereal <laughs> you like. Yeah. Um, What's something weird that you do, something strange that you do that not many people know about? Um, I Once I've been to the bathroom, I wash my hands. Okay. And then I run my hands over my head. Is that is that how you get to the sleek, nice, clean-shaven I head? used to have long hair. <laughs> and I still have the behavior because I had long hair so much it was pulled up back in a ponytail. Okay. And it's, it was fine. So it used to fly away a bit. So I would <laughs> wash my hands, run my hands over my head, and I still do it. That's amazing. That's amazing. No hair, but I still do it. That's so, amazing. Yeah, that's a weird one. Oh, so I, I alluded to this earlier um, when you were off screen, but yeah. years ago I was managing a team at the RDV Sportsplex in Orlando, Florida, and we were selling memberships. I was on the, the training side. We were selling yeah. memberships like crazy. We yeah. were getting, um, but but people were leaking out the back door because we were a higher end facility in the, for the yeah. area, a large facility, and they brought you in for a phone call, and yeah. we we just like really picked your brain and tried to take as many ideas as we can. I don't know how far that conversation in the corporate world went with you, yeah. but I remember being so impacted by that conversation, saying, "Man." We have to change the way this affected the way I sold memberships or uh -huh. sold training. And really the book that I wrote was impacted by you, believe it or not, because oh, cool. I was I was convinced we were selling the wrong way, not just the retaining and what we do in the club. But if we don't set them up for success from the moment we start mm -hmm. advertising and the moment we start talking to them, then our sales process is broken. So yeah. to, in my world, to me, marketing, sales, retention it's all the same conversation. It's just drawn mm -hmm. out much further yeah. down the line. So yeah, yeah. I'd love to get your thoughts on um, what does retention really mean for those clubs that are just in the weeds right now? Those owners that are like, I need more members. Yeah. What is, what's the mind shift change? What does that look like to you? What's the most important thing we need to know about retention to start off? I would say the first thing to think about is retention is the period of time between someone joining your club and someone leaving your club. So measure it in months. Okay. And that's, that's almost the, most, the simplest thing I can say to people. Okay. Start thinking about how many months do you want your customer to be in your business for? Because each month is worth money. Uh -huh. The longer they stay, the more money you get. Um, I give a simple example, usually using a slide set, a slide deck, where I go, if you had 100 customers join Club A and right. they stay for three months and then they all quit, or you had 100 people join Club B and they stayed for 12 months, and then they quit. Which club would you rather be the owner or manager of? Um, I'm going <laughs> to, unless it's a trick question. It's not a trick question. I'm going club B, right? Like club B. Because get, for the same hundred people, you get four times as much money. Right. Now, if to earn the same amount of money from club A, you've got to sell four times more memberships to get the same money. So if they only stay in three months, you've got to sell 400 memberships to get 12 months, 12 months total of right. 100. So the longer you can keep them in your business, the more revenue generate. That's the simplest thing to get your head around. 
Your job is that. not to try and stop them leaving. Your right. job is to try and keep them in the club. That's great. So here's where my mind goes real quick. Yeah. For that same example, if we cut club B in half yeah. and still kept them for 12 months rather than three months. So you've got club yeah. A at a hundred members for three months. Yeah. You've got club B at 50 members for 12 months. Still I'd still money. rather have club B. Yeah. Right. Fact, like, for them two clubs to be equal, you'd only need to sell 25 memberships for 12 months compared right. to a hundred. Right. So is that, is that the problem you see then is people trying to, maybe this isn't, maybe this is just the obvious outward expression of it. And there's an internal problem that I'm not seeing in the moment, but I'd love your thoughts. Uh, is it we try to get too big too quick and we can't handle helping the people that we have or what is? No, the I think the thing, I think the thinking in lots of businesses that the sale is complete as soon as they've joined. Yes. And the sale, the sale might be complete in the operator's mind, but the sale isn't complete in the customer's mind. The right. customer's going, well, I've got to use this product. I'm going to be with you for, you know, six, eight, 12 longer months. But most businesses don't plan for that experience. They only plan from the advertising, marketing, touring, sale, right. maybe onboarding. And then if maybe onboarding, yeah. maybe onboarding, because some don't. Or they say, well, if you want to be onboarded, then you've got to see a personal trainer and that's going right. to cost you money. And then they go, and after that, good luck. We hope you stay. Now, if I just give you a quick example, based because you're based yeah. in Florida, yeah. if I sign up, if I take my family to Disney this year uh -huh. and I book my holiday now, Disney yep. are going to be in touch with me every month until we arrive. It's um, it's unbelievable. So we're we're annual pass holders. Yeah. Um. We, we did a, my son's birthday, we did a, a camping trip at their Fort Wilderness, right? This uh -huh. is, yeah. Honestly, the cheapest thing you can do at Disney is camping there. And it's yeah. more, so it's not their fancy hotel. We just wanted to go camping in the woods there. They still followed up. We got emails, yeah. phone calls. We had a package shipped in the mail. Yeah. We already had, they knew we were pass holders. We already had the magic, the magic bands. They sent us new ones because here's the specific ones for your trip. Yeah. Like, everything along the way yeah it's wild so, so a lot of the companies i work with we start planning at least 12 months of a customer journey because we That's want awesome. because if because if they're going to sell let's say they sell 12 months up front there's a single payment i'm paying a thousand i'm going to make this up but a thousand dollars i'm going to stay for 12 months and i've paid sure. once well what do i want to do i want to get them to month 13 because in month 12 they renew Right. Another thousand dollars. So I have to think long term, not short term. Yes. I think the thing you're alluding to with the sales is a lot of people are going, I need sales, I need sales, I need sales. Well, yes, you definitely need sales, but you right. also want to hang on to those customers because you might be, you might be in an environment where actually the total number of customers you could ever sell to isn't that big. And you don't want to churn them too fast because otherwise you're going to churn yourself out of business. That's huge. That's huge. So as you were talking about that, um, yeah. a thought came in my mind that, that I'm seeing a trend in the industry and it's almost, it's a very good thing for the business owner. It's a very good thing for the, for the consumer and, and the user, but I'm wondering if this has had a negative impact on the experience and, and is, is making retention drop. Um, when I first started personal training, there was, there was monthly memberships to the, to a club. Yeah. 
and then you you bought packages of training and here's my 10 sessions or my 25 sessions yeah. or my five set whatever you sold yeah that's almost looked down upon now that you're silly if you do that you need them on a recurring model so that they automatically pay whether they come or not so that the trainer get paid the clubs get paid they're incentivized to come there's not just sessions left out in the ether hoping that they'll pick them up again right yeah like I, I agree with that thought. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that has also led to now that I've got them on a recurring model. Yeah. So I have to do even less to, to help because they're they're not gonna have to rebuy in two sessions or ten no. sessions. It's gonna come out of their credit card whether they want to or not. Yeah. And and th I've got they complain about it. I'll show them the thing they signed that says they can't refund it, but really we know they can, right? They can. Yeah. So how has that affected the customer service and retention side of things? Do you think that's brought some clubs down a notch? Or yeah, because yeah, they just get lazy because they just – and they, they end up – and we see the same thing in China of all places. They hmm. end up with what I call zombie sessions. There's hundreds of sessions that are not used but are yeah, paid the, for. Yeah, the dead files, right? Like they're just – yeah. yeah. Um, I t one thing I can tell those people who are on the call today is we know that – 10% from our research, and this was done on a sample of, which one was it? 800,000 customers. So oh, when you say research, you don't mean you 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 uh, interviewed 10 of your, your family no, members. No, 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 and it wasn't page one of Google either. Um, so we there's a data set we've got that's got 800,000 customers in it. Of the people who bought personal training, so that's not all 800,000, but of the people who bought personal training, 10% bought it at point of sale. 20 to 30 uh, percent bought it between months two to five okay 60 percent of people buying personal training bought it from six months onwards wow yet most so of the trainers that i work with they're going who are the new people who are the new people i'm going go and harvest the ones that are already out there yeah right don't worry about the new ones that's that long-term focus you're talking about yeah where I don't want to talk to the people in the group X classes because they've already, they, they just like free stuff. Yeah. I don't want to talk to people on the treadmills because that's all they come here for. Yeah. The, the mindset very quickly in a club yeah. for personal trainers is yeah. the salespeople aren't yeah. giving me the new people's contacts. I need yeah. to be set up there, which yeah. sure that could be good. Yep. Yeah. Don't ignore it. But yeah. wow. 60% yeah. is, the other thing that, and I think this is, I think with the re reoccurring revenue model, mm -hmm. I think where I would take that would be you're buying not just sessions, a specific time and day. Yeah. Monday night, six o'clock. Yes. Because then when the customer books those in, when they're actually, it's, they've got a time and a day when they're going to come. You want to set up that routine because we know that people who come on a routine day Man. and time come for longer than people who, Actually, they come for longer than people who don't have PT. But the people who don't have PT stay longer than the people who have PT on an ad hoc basis. So That's it goes huge. routine, no PT, ad hoc. Right. So what if here, – here's my, my – let's bring this down a tier from like – Yeah. We're kind of talking globo gym, high-end yeah. box gym. What if, what if I'm a gym owner? I've got four or five trainers – I'm selling like, like a CrossFit style where it, uh -huh. um, I hate to say CrossFit style, but that kind no, of model okay. where it's yeah, yeah. unlimited training, right? Yeah. Un unlimited sessions come whenever you want to. Yeah. 
how have you seen that affect people's actual ability to retain? Because on one end, you've got this com- smaller, tight-knit bo- yeah. boutique studio community that helps. Yeah. But on the other end, there's very little like commitment to this is your time, this is your day, I want you here. It's more come when you can. You know? Yeah, I, I, we ju- I can't say it specifically. I can say that from the data that we've got, come when you can means they don't come. That's big. That's big. Um, you know, you, you're almost back. If you think of any athlete, if, I don't know if you did sport, but you think of any athlete. I've got a friend called DC. Tuesday night is track night. Mm-hmm. And Tuesday night has been track night for 20 years. And everybody knows for him that Tuesday night is track night. As soon as people start getting that time into their schedule, into right. their diary, people don't interrupt it. They don't go, oh, Ryan, can you come and Tuesday night? Do you fancy going out for something to eat? But you go, no, no, no. Tuesday night, I train Tuesday night. So we have to get people in where we can this is, into the routine. This is what I do. Yeah, that's huge. All right. So um, I've got another question for you that's been on go. my mind for a while because we started implementing some of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I believe they started the club I was at. I, I moved out to another club with them. And I'm not with them anymore. So I, I wanted to ask you, before I do, guys, if you have questions for Dr. Paul, we're almost done. Type them in. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end of this, I'm going to let him share. If you guys want to get a hold of him, he's got all kinds of podcasts <laughs> been on his website. He, he'll probably he got all kinds of stuff for you. So anyway, yeah. um, to get to know our members, it's more yeah. than just the conversation when we sell to them. It's yeah. more than just in the gym. Like we're talking – something that kind of honestly made me uncomfortable at first because I didn't understand it all the way. Um, what kind of data should I be collecting or utilizing to understand my member? You know, like how, okay. is, how does that come into play? Uh, maybe on a big scale. And then if you could dial it down to like, if I've got those four or five trainers in my gym and, and I've got, yeah. what, what, what's vital for me. And then if yeah. I could do anything, what would you recommend? What do you think? Okay. If, at, at a really big scale, we're using machine learning. We're starting to use AI to learn the individual behavior of customers. Break that down for me because you're talking about artificial intelligence and machine learning. Like, what does that look like for when you join a okay. gym that does that? So, that for on the back end for the operator, that means I look up Ryan, you walk into the club, yep. your name pops up that you've attended. It tells me the likelihood of you re- the likelihood of you staying and the likelihood of you cancelling. Um, it can also give me types of preferences. You know, it's the real personalization of the experience. Okay, so we're talking about um, Skynet Gym is what we're opening yeah. up here, right? Is that really- yeah. <laughs> Terminator Skynet. Um, yeah. It's obviously not that weird, but um, how? It's would you weird know- for the customer. Right. The customer, because the customer's like. Well, how do you know I've not been in for three weeks? What do you, it's like it's digital stalking. Okay. So how so, how do you for from an industry that typically yeah. gets trainers yeah. and that don't that, that aren't in it for the money, right? The best trainers yeah. that I've ever yeah, yeah. met aren't in it for the money. I don't want to force this on anybody. I'm yeah. here to help people. Yeah. We start talking about artificial intelligence, digital stalking, finding out their <laughs> All of a sudden, the trainer, the person who has the most connection, like the group X instructor, the trainer, the floor yeah. attendant, the person who really interacts with this person the most is like, yeah. look, man, I'm not into that. I just want to help people. Like, yeah. how do we actually like talk me through that process? Three, of like Three questions. Okay. 
one general question. Um, what are you working on today? Awesome. But be curious. Use Being a curious, curious voice tone. What are you working on today? Or what's your goal for today? Gotcha. Because many clients who train on their own actually don't. The goal was to turn up. They don't have a goal for the actual workout. So you got insight into what they're actually planning on doing rather than yeah. uh, whatever class is available or yeah. whatever machine is open. I don't yeah. well, I'll then, sit, uh, sign up for 20 minutes and head out. Like Because then that opens up the door for you to go, well, look, why don't I show you this? Why don't I teach you some functional things? Why don't I show you a variation awesome. on the bench press? So simple questions like walking the floor, what are you working on today? What brought you in today specifically? How yeah. come today you chose to train? Because that gives you some insight into the customer. That's back to like, is this my workout day? Do I have a routine set? Because they yeah. might say, Monday's the day I come. Tuesday's yeah. the day I come. Then yeah. you know, I've got a routine person here. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Two questions to ask on the way out. First question, how was your workout today? Gives you instant feedback about their experience. That's good. If they had a poor experience, you're grabbing that. You can try and address it. If it's a good experience, you reinforce it. So as they're leaving, they're going away thinking, yeah, that was a good workout. I really mm -hmm. enjoyed that class. I really enjoyed that training session. So you're reinforcing. It's called peak end theory. You're reinforcing the positive at the end of yep. the experience. Yep. The second question you ask is, when are you in next? Because you're trying to get the next visit. You're always trying to prompt the next visit. I love that. And it's not just a see you tomorrow. It's no. when are you in next? Because yeah. I'll see you then, right? Then yes. It's yeah. asking them in response. You're building a relationship. As this is, I want to, this seems so simple. And, and I'm mm -hmm. sure that people listening are like, you're talking about artificial intelligence and you say, how is your workout? When are you in next? But yeah. what that means is you have someone whose job it is to make sure these questions are being asked, right? Yeah. And you have someone, it's their responsibility to make sure those questions are being asked on the way yeah. out. Because if you have a hundred person club, if you have a thousand person club, if you have 25,000 members, whatever you're doing, yeah. you even if you have a boutique gym and you get 10 or 15 people to the class, I dare you to have one trainer and be able to ask that question to every single person on the way in and on the way out and really get a real conversation going. You can't do it on your own. So this is a commitment yeah. to excellence. It's a commitment to serving um, that, that is beyond what anybody else is doing right now. Yeah. It's super simple. And you think, I should know that. I do know that. That's ridiculous. But nobody does it. No. And that There's is a class. Ryan, the class is easy. Right. Seriously, the class is easy. You've just got to get your group X teachers to do it. At the end right. of the class, they stand there. They put their hand up. They say, put your hand up if you're going to be in the class again next week. Yep. Man. Those who put their hand up are committing to come. Those who don't put their hand up usually walk over and go, can't make it next week, but I'll right. be in on such and such. Huge, huge. So I love I love the thoughts on the on the, the machine learning AI stuff yeah. as well. If you could touch on that real quick, because I, I've come to see it, and it can cross the line in my opinion, right? Yeah. You, can get too, you can go too far. Yeah. But when I go on Amazon, when I go on, on Facebook or Instagram, yeah. I buy stuff on there right? Yeah. And because they know my habits, they can recommend stuff. He probably wants this. I just bought a razor off Instagram the other day, which was ridiculous. <laughs> but I was like, man, I told my wife, I hate this razor. Two days later, I see a creepy, I see an yeah. ad for a razor. And I was like, yeah. I'll try that one. Why not? They're either listening to me 
or they know that my stage in life that I'm probably unhappy with certain products that I used to have when I was 20. Yeah. And now that I'm 35, I don't sell for this stuff anymore. Right. So they, they know the age, they know yeah. your income level, they know what stuff you've bought in the past. And that's huge for the club as well. Right. Yeah. It's more of a, it's helped me to see as I'm serving them better because if they're frustrated with what I'm offering and yeah. I don't know they're frustrating, they're yeah. frustrated, then they're going to leave. Yeah. Right. If I can't offer them something better or bigger, they're going to go somewhere else and find it. And I think most gym owners get in this mindset of either A, they're going to ask for it when they want it. They won't. No. Or or B, I'm just going to be the cheapest thing I can be and not offer too much because I don't want to try to just nickel and dime them to death or give them like charge too much. Right. Like yeah. those are the two thoughts that I think happen. Talk to me about what are your thoughts on the, the AI side of things there? I think where the so I work with one company specifically. I work with multiple companies, but one of the companies I work with is called Coach AI. It's a digital communication tool that it is all digital. But you tell the customer, "We've got a support program that's mm -hmm. run digitally. It's a digital coach, a bit like a chatbot, mm -hmm. and it will talk to you and contact you, encourage you to train and visit the club." It's cool. You choose whether you want it or not. Yeah. Rather than forcing it on people. That's awesome. Um, what we found is in some of the studies we've done in different parts of the world, the clubs where actually most people join online are used to dealing with everything digitally, the uptake in the coach AI is much higher than mm -hmm. in the clubs where they actually think they're going to get service from staff. So. Mm -hmm. By default, if they think, well, actually, there isn't anyone here that's going to help me, I might as well take the digital help. Um, mm -hmm. And I work with a university in um, north of London, but they're a client of mine rather than a lecture there. That's and you. they, in the last two years, we did a, a one-year project on improving the customer experience when people walk through the door. Wow. Then we did a one-year project where they've introduced Coach AI. Their revenue, EFT, has increased by 35% in two years. That's the only thing they changed. It's the only thing they've changed. They've been a 10-year business. It's, it's, it's basically a rec center within a university. You can't argue that, man. No. The, um, so what I've seen, now when they set these, these, the bots up, yeah. does it masquerade as a real person or are you just no. honest with it like, hey – I'm your gym bot and I'm here to serve you. How can I help? Like in the coach AI one, it is a cartoon character. That's cool. So you See, know I love, cartoon. I okay. love the idea of if, if I have an issue with artificial intelligence or if I have an issue with um, automation and like, I don't yeah. like that kind of feel like my, the worst thing ever is when I call somebody and I get yeah. put through their, say five for this or yeah. say that and it's this automated thing that's trying to act like it's a human yeah but it's not and it doesn't work the same way but if you no. get in there and you say honestly like hey i'm your i'm your automated robot and i'm here to help you out and you kind of own that and kind of yeah. make it feel comical or kind of make it feel fun yeah then i'm going to respond to it a much better than if like you try to act like Paul's here and he's going to help you out. Hi, I'm, my name is Paul. How can I help you? Yeah. And it doesn't respond like a real person would for yeah. every single thing. That's challenging. You know? I don't know if you've ever seen the, um, there's a video clip on YouTube of Google. Oh, what's it called? It's one of their products that makes appointments for you. And they okay. phone, they phone a hairstylist. Yes. I've seen the video. Yeah. And, and it's just like, 
that is amazing because it's actually they go can we do 10 o'clock no we haven't got any appointments at 10 o'clock what about 11 and the person asking the questions on behalf of the customer take like a, a virtual assistant virtual assistant and i was like no that's scary i'm the same <laughs> as you i'm like and they couldn't tell yeah tell tell me i'm happy if you tell me don't deceive me right right it's the that's don't huge. deceive me part man that's big guys um we're about out of time here with dr paul i'm gonna let him close up with his final thoughts yeah and then um then i'll wrap up if you've got anything now speak now forever hold your peace we'll, we'll get some questions to him but before we do paul um if you had one piece of advice that is just vital that, that we get get across to everybody that's in the fitness yeah. industry right now i'm mainly talking to gym owners yeah um, that that studio gym of five to ten people we've got a few people here that have larger gyms and they're yeah. they're managers or vice presidents or directors of like the bigger gyms too but yeah those, those two ranges not okay talk, what, what do you think okay so you'll hear me talk about it elsewhere but the, uh, it's the one i come back to retention for me is about VIP visits, interaction and programming. Okay. You've got to get them to visit. So you want to keep encouraging them to visit same day, same time where you can, when they visit, you need to interact with them. Start with just being curious about them. Normal courtesies, please. Hello, build into more behavior change type conversation, and then make sure that the programming that they're following, they can actually see the relationship between the exercises that we're recommending for them and the outcome they want. Because if like you say you get someone comes in and they say, I want to lose weight, I want to lose fat. Mm -hmm. And the exercise of the moment is Bulgarian bags, let's say. Sure. If they can't see the relationship between Bulgarian bags and weight loss, they'd stop doing that exercise. Yeah. Which I think is a reason why lots of people have always in the past, I think it's changing now, but people didn't warm up properly and didn't stretch because it was like, well, that just takes time out of workout. I could do another set of chest. I could do three sets of extra on chest. Yeah. So they can't see the relationship. If they can't see the relationship between the programming and the outcome, they abandon it. So you're not talking about, I mean, you're, you're even stepping back outside of what is your programming? Is it good programming? Yeah. Uh, is it machines or um, suspension or body weight? That doesn't matter. But what you're no. talking about is the expectation they have yeah. of connecting their goals to what's actually happening like yes if i'm not communicating in a class setting in a one-on-one -on -one setting in a group setting That's even it. just on the floor here's what we're going to do here's why we're doing it here's what i hope you get out of it today yeah. and then reinforcing at the end here's what we did i'm so proud of you yeah that was incredible here's what you're going to feel tomorrow yeah here's the result long term if you keep coming like those kind of conversations yes. are so much more important than should I have a Cybex machine or TRX? Should I put a treadmill here, or a step step mill? Like that doesn't move the needle on retention, right? No. What moves the needle is those conversations. That's yeah. that's big. Um, we had a couple of questions. We have time okay. for one if you got. Yeah, um, yeah. It's pretty practical, so I thought I would jump it in here real quick. How often do you actually reach out to people, like through text message, Facebook, uh, Messenger? Like, is there a time period? Like, so say you're a I'm assuming this kind of thing is either you've got a trainer who's got clients yeah. or you've got a smaller club and you've got members in that club that yeah. you can actually say, okay, I'm going to make a point to personally reach out to people when they're not here. Is that the move to make or is yeah. it more important and how often? 
Well, so we, let's take Coach AI. Coach AI speaks to them daily, even if daily. they don't train daily. So it's 30 interactions per month, usually generating somewhere between eight and 12 visits. So it's a constant. Now, if they weren't interested in those interactions, they'd just ignore them. Right. It's a bit like emails. If you, someone emails you every day and you're not interested in the content or the content isn't relevant, sure. you delete. So it's about relevancy. You sure. can't just fire stuff out that's irrelevant to the person because they'll just delete it. So then the overall number doesn't matter no. if, the, if the relevancy and the actual content and inspiration yeah. level isn't there. Yeah. Right? And and you'll even see, like, I've seen a couple of people on CRM systems where they've said it, I goes, how frequently do you want us to contact you? And so they put the onus on the customer to say, well, actually, you can contact me all the time. Yeah, or, or I don't want I, you bothering me, but really, you might have really great stuff for me. I don't realize it yeah. yet. Um, yeah. Or it might just be that you go, I just tick the ones that tell me when the club's going to be closed at short notice or, mm -hmm. you know, sort of maintenance type issue information. Um, I just, just really quickly, I joined a low cost, high volume club about four years ago. In okay. fact, I joined four on the same day because I wanted to see the experience. That's awesome. One of them. You might have a in, problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because um, I was looking at the online joining experience and seeing yeah. how simple they made it. One of them emailed me 41 times in 45 days. 38 of the emails were sales messages and three of them were disruptions in the club. So I got the, I'd already joined and I was getting messages, be a friend, bring a friend, sign up your friend tomorrow for a discount. 48 hour sale, 36 hour sale, 24 hour sale, 18 hour sale, 12 hour sale, six hour sale. The sale will close in one hour. The next day, 32 hour sale, bring a friend. Did it. it was just crazy. Don't just sell to them, send them relevant content. That's awesome, man. So, because most of our emails that we'd send to the club would be, monthly update yeah. or we're closed today or yeah. no showers are available or the pool's down. <laughs> like, yeah. It's all negative or it's sales or it's a monthly update of like, the, I don't care. I've got to read a bunch of stuff that you care about. The ones, yeah. And I think the ones that I would encourage a lot of operators to do, in fact, I get a lot of operators that I work with to do is testimonials before, and after. I've been training, I've been doing this, but also including that testimonial, some of the challenges that person's faced. That's big. Because it's not just the before after picture, look how fat he was, look how skinny he is, yeah. but the transformation process, Yeah. how you know, hard this, it was. This is my third go around. It. You know, it didn't stick the first time. This is, I've tried this three times and now it. I'm there. Yes. Because then that resonates with people. They go, I've tried that. Right. It didn't work for me because otherwise you're going to get all those people who try it once. If they don't get the sense that if you don't get it right first time, that's it, it's done. They never come back. So you're not saying, let, let me, let me try to back this up here real quick. Cause you're saying send testimonials to your current clients. Yeah. Could not, not to sell them into anything more, but no. to sell them because it's still sell, selling them. Right. But to sell them on why they should stick with it. Yeah. Tell them on why they should keep going, not yeah. just save your testimonials for yeah. new members, yeah. new clients, but yeah. I've got Dr. Paul is training with me. I need to be sending him testimonials of people that might line up to who, what he's all about. Like, yeah. 
I used to have the worst knee pain ever. I've been working with Ryan for six months now and I can kneel down and play with my kids. I I used to be so overweight. I've tried everything in the book, diets, running. I did, I did Bulgarian bags (laughs) gym. And now all of a sudden, man, it's stuck guys. I'm doing it. This is huge. Like that's, that's real stuff. And that inspires people to keep going. That's really cool. The other thing he does as well is encourages those who are on the journey to want to be one of those testimonials. Yes, 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 yes. So you're building in, I mean, shoot, use them for your marketing as well, right? Oh, yeah. But but you're building in a process where we share our successes with each other at this gym. Like we celebrate people's victories together, not just buy stuff because this person did well, you know, like that's that's cool. I like that a lot. Guys, I don't want to take any more of his valuable time up. Thank you so much for being here. You are a legend. This is amazing. And um, I'm going to slide him off, say bye to you guys. And Dr. Paul, I'll talk to you real quick. Hold cool. on one I'll second for me. Guys, big stuff there. I, I So many quick things that he said, so many amazing things. But the biggest thing I'm taking away from this is know your customer interact with your customer guys and know them, know them, know them, interact with them, engage with them. Don't let your success make you lazy. We have a lot of gym owners and a lot of trainers here who are like, I've got clients, I've got members, I've got everything rolling. This is good. It's all on auto pay. I can sit back and let my gym run. It is great. Guys, if you're doing that, you better be hiring someone to go interact with your gym and actually be the in-person owner or manager of your club so that those people feel cared for, like a a liaison, a concierge type of person. And that's their mindset, right? Everything he said led to that, like let's engage relationship. Even the AI and automated and and, um, all of those kind of like just digital learning type stuff that kind of freaks us out like Skynet is coming and attacking us for Terminators, right? Even that stuff, we need to make sure it's spawning and producing relationship because everything we do, you can get faster, better service somewhere else. You can learn all the exercises ever, but if someone actually cares about you and asks questions about you, man, that shows they care and you're going to want to be there. You're going to want it. Your clients are going to want it. Guys, you know what? Dr. Paul, you're still here. I missed one thing. I'm bringing you back real quick. Hey, if people if people want to know where to find you, yeah, if people want to know where to find you. Where do they go if they need your services? What do they do? Because you're, really you're the best at this. It's how do really how do I get a hold of you? How do I follow you? How do I get your brain in my feed? All that stuff. Okay, so website is retentionguru.com. Easy, easy. Retentionguru.com. Yeah, if you look for me at Retention Guru on LinkedIn, every day we post lunchtime lessons. Um, We've done nearly 400 now. Uh, We do them Monday to Friday. Here in the UK, they go out at 105. So depending where you are in the world, they're sometimes their breakfast lessons. That's breakfast lessons for me. That's great. Get my day started the right way. It's Um, perfect. But they're lunchtime lessons. And so we're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Instagram. Um, Retention, Guru. Time, Retention Guru. Um, every single day. Well, Monday to Friday. I have the sure. weekends off. Um, and then if you're based in the US, I'm speaking at Ursa. I'm speaking at Club Industry this year. 
I'll be at Ursa um, myself. We'll have to meet up. I'll buy you lunch. It'll be great. Thank you very much. Um, but just, yeah, go over onto the website and check out. There's there's over 30 free videos to watch that are an hour each. Um, wow. There's blog posts. There's all sorts of stuff. From there, you can get in touch with me. Um, stuff. You'll find me. Google me. <laughs> Google me. Yes, yeah, you can't miss him. He's everywhere. If you want people to stay in your gym longer, this is the guy to talk to. Um, thank you, Dr. Paul. You're welcome. We are running out of time and I want to keep this to the point. So thanks for being here guys. Uh, if you're watching this on the replay, let me know replay and where in the world you're from and how cold or hot is it where you are? Cause I, that's interesting to me. Uh, I love it guys. Train smart, live well. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one.